Beck, the rookie from Boomer. He grew up in Garfield, New Jersey, 10 minutes from Giant Stadium. But short of a first down, Wayne Kravet was able to work free. What a move by Wayne Kravet. Absolutely unbelievable. You're talking about a kid who is just all heart. Welcome to the Underdog Jets podcast with Wayne Corbett and Robbie Sabo. Welcome back, New York Jets fans. And guess what? The first day of 2022 training camp is in the books, and I've got the best person to speak to about it. Number 80, Wayne Corbett. Wayne, have you put in a your fan duel jets super bowl 57 champion odds uh the odds are good but yeah have you put your bet on it yet no i i have not but i tell you now is probably the time to do it because once the season starts i think the odds are gonna gonna go down quickly yeah i think they were i don't know like 27th 28th 29th 30th somewhere in that range so right right you know and they there was some news stories that a lot of people are putting money on them and from what I saw today, Jets X Factor was there uh, this morning. Practice was at 10, 10, 10, 10, 15-ish. Ran for about two hours. You know, the Jets fan could do nothing but be excited. The atmosphere, the culture keeps on improving. The quarterbacks looked good. A uh, lot of news about Mekhi Becton. First, if you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe, click that bell. Uh, iTunes, Spotify, rate and review. That's the best thing you could do for us. Go to jetsexfactor.com and subscribe using discount code 80. That'll get you a nice discount and a signed autograph picture from number 80. Oh, I got to send them to you, man. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to. I signed them. I just got to get them to you. Sorry. So, yeah, for those few folks listening who are waiting on pictures, don't blame uh, Mr. Sabo, please. Don't don't blame the gray-haired uh, guy. I'll Rebecca throw will some come cards through. in there, too. I'll throw some trading cards in there too, just for the delay. Oh, Oh, look at that. So you get a picture and a trading card signed. Yeah. Okay. Sign, sign trading card, maybe tops upper deck. We'll, we'll be, we'll let it be a surprise. Yeah. The big story we'll start with. And I know people are going to want to hear about Becton, Zach Wilson, Garrett Wilson. The big story is Denzel Mims and it's not about stats. Forget the stats. You know, I've told people many times on Twitter, stats are great to because you can't see it, to try to follow along, to see what's happening in teams, 11 on 11. It was no shoulder pads, helmets, shorts, so it wasn't 100%. The tempo was good. They, they were kind of thumping each other. In fact, the first play, DJ Reed went with a half strip, half tackle on Michael Carter and knocked him down right away. So I like the tempo, but Denzel Mims, his attitude is noticeably different. His attitude, it's got a chip on his shoulder and his attitude when the ball is in the air, very aggressive, wants to attack the ball. He was outstanding today. Yeah, um, from what I've seen, uh, not as much video, but just the uh, comments and, and, and the photos. Um, we always talked about how good he was at the 50-50 ball coming out of college and, and why they made the move to draft him. And it just haven't worked out, but it just seems like he's got a different mindset you know, maybe drafting the, the young kid and re-signing burials and the guys they brought in last year kind of lit a fire under him. Um, but, uh, you know, he's still on the team for a reason. 
you know, he, he had the, you know, capabilities. Now I think he's putting it all together and you can see how he's, uh, how he's doing so far. Yeah. I might have eggs egg on my face by the time it's all said and done because my prediction for the 53 man roster had him getting traded for a mid round pick. But I'll tell you, this is why you never want to complain when a coach, you know, not benches a guy, not intentionally buries a guy in the depth chart, but isn't giving the young kid playing time. You can't do it as a coach. You can't give a kid or any player for that matter, playing time when it's not warranted because it doesn't really, you know, the, the pros don't weigh outweigh the cons. And in this instance, it seems to, like you said, it seems to really have lit a fire under his ass. All situations, Flacco, Mike White, there was one ball about a 15, 20 yard uh, in breaking route where a guy was draped all over his inside shoulder. Mike White placed it perfectly, but it was a difficulty catch nine out of 10, two hands. The, the ball might've got tipped at the last second too. Great coverage. Couldn't have been perfect. And Mims came down with it. It was a great day for Denzel. Yeah, actually, you know, I always said this when a backup quarterback or two or three has that rapport better than a starting quarterback sometime with backup receivers, because that's who they spend the most time throwing to uh, in practice, seven on sevens and that. So uh, he just needs to get more reps with Zach. So Zach believes in him and has faith in him to just throw that up there like he does for uh, Corey and Braxton and, and those guys. So it's just a matter of reps. And, you know, he might start getting, you know, a better look with the ones if he continues this way. And it's it's only going to make him better the more time he has out there with Zach. Yeah, I agree. I think he's going to get mixed in with the ones eventually. And, you know, it was sort of an ominous start for him, too. Right when stretches stopped and they went to positionals, his, there was something wrong with his helmet. So I'm looking at this. I'm like, oh, my God, here we go. Right, right. Denzel's getting off to a bad start. And then, boom, comes away with four or five catches and teams and just, you know, shows up big time. You know what? We love the weapons they brought in um, free agency. And what they did in the draft, obviously, on the offensive side, um, to throw someone in in there that we maybe didn't count on or we counted out, it just adds to the weapons and, you know, uh, how good the offense is going to be this year. Yeah. And again, if it works out, credit to coaching. It's a hell of a job by the coaching staff last year. Yeah. It's like you said, they didn't give up on the kid. They could have easily trade him for a, you know a later round pick but um like i said they saw something in him you know better better late than never kind of thing yep um another receiver garrett wilson i believe someone on instagram recently said garrett wilson will break all of wayne Corbett's rookie records <laughs> this year no i wrote uh there was a there's someone posted um forget which yes site it was um and it just was a picture of me key uh with the stats like a rookie records he had the yards and touchdowns i had the catches so i figured i'd post it and i was like what am i gonna say i'm like i want to just brag that i had the record i'm like i think garrett wilson's gonna break it um this year i said just that i've heard good things and you know it was a good run having it but it might go down this year just to give a compliment to the kid um you know because uh i think he's the real deal and and i thought that going into the draft and i still think he's the number one uh uh, rated receiver from this year's draft. Yeah, we went over the film, him and Drake London. I'm, I'm in agreement with you. I like Garrett Wilson a lot. Yeah. He's uh, he's crafty, one-on-one with the route running. Had a nice early reception with Zach Wilson, a connection against zone. Outbreaking route near the sideline. Nice anticipation by Zach Wilson, but the route was really nice in terms of how deep he ran it. You know, 
over the first level, right underneath the second, uh, the, the final level. Right. Uh, it was a thing of beauty. So he's so far the eye test, he's fitting in pretty nicely. Yeah. Oh, listen, you watch the game film. The thing he had, you know, the other guys are good. They go up and get it. But, the, you know, this the separation he gets in his routes. Yes. I mean, he's just running away and creating space away from the defender. Um, and it seems like Zach has a good rapport with him ready. And I know, um, you know, this is his second year and Zach should be better. And from what I've heard, he just came in in great shape. And, and just the mindset and everything I've heard him say, um, he's saying all the right things, but he's doing all the right things too. And there's a difference uh, in doing one and not the other. Yeah, he's a... From all indications, he's a young professional. He takes it seriously. He's no nonsense. So you, you got to love that from the Buckeye. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like I said, and then you throw Mims in and not sure what the, um, you know, playing time is going to be between Brees and uh, Michael Carter. Mm -hmm. uh, just that one-two punch there. Um, you know, I know, uh, you know, Brees has the great hands. It could be a three down back, but just the change of pace between, you know, the first and the second is uh, just going to add to to the potency of the offense. Yeah. And, and I love, I love Michael Carter, his patience, his uh, low center of gravity. I, you know, it's not like fans are writing him off, but I kind of hope he's ticked off that everyone is slotting Brees in as a starter. I mean, these days it doesn't matter who the starter is. They got two reliable guys now, but I hope it kind of, you know, ticks them off a little bit. Well, I mean, he was a later pick, so when he got his opportunity, uh, he took it. And and from what I've heard of him and, and what I've seen, he's going to hold on to that starting job. And, and if he does give it up, he's going to make it awful hard on uh, the coaching yeah. staff to not give him as many plays as he does the uh, rookie. Agreed. Um, elsewhere, offensively, tight ends had a nice day. Very deep there. It is very deep. First pass of 11-11 teams. Uh, Wilson made the correct read. It wasn't flashy. He had two options deep play action, but the coverage was on point. They were locked up and he dumped it off to Tyler Conklin, sort of a late release check down. And he had a Zuma a couple times, but Wilson's not afraid to hit those check downs early. It's not like he's rushing it, but he just seems to be in a nice state of mind right now. Yeah. Um, I did an appearance with Lavernius at the stadium. I think it was for the uh, season ticket holders, um, whatever it was. Uh, not, not the point. But um, I remember that night, you know, they're all, you know, ready for the year, um, buying their season tickets. And like, what was what, what stands out to you with the biggest impact the Jets made this year in free agency? And I said, it's the tight ends. And people were like, what are you talking about? I'm like, between Azuma and Conklin, you know, in their yards for catching, how they perform in the red zone, and, and you throw in the other, you know, weapons they got. Um, tight ends are, you know, young rookies, uh, quarterbacks, you know, mm -hmm. young quarterbacks, best friends, you know, check downs, you know, high percentage passes in between the seams. Uh, and those two guys are very good. I know they're not the Kittles and the Kelseys and the Goddards of the world, but those guys are impressive. And the combination of them two and the um, the kid from Ohio State, um, you know, that's a that's a great uh, you know trio of uh, tight ends. Absolutely, and they got Wesco too, who's going to be battling Nick Bowden at fullback, and they also have uh, Lawrence Cager, converted right. tight end, who's a really nice vertical threat, and then Kenny Yaboa. Yeah. So they're six deep there, which is incredible to think about, you know, as compared to last year's roster. I think I think they're going to have to find ways to get them more on the field without taking, 
you know, weapons also as so much as, you know, H back position, mm-hmm. pull back position, different kind of like uh, formations and personnel. Cause uh, like you said, they could, they could all make plays and you got to get them on the field as much as possible. We got to, I got to get your take on this quickly. You heard about Zach Wilson pulling a Joe Willie Namath, right? With all that drama over the last few weeks. Yeah, it's, um, it is what it is. <laughs> when you are the starting quarterback for a New York, you know, team, um, you are, uh, everything you do is newsworthy. Um, so I don't know the truth to it or whatever. This is, this is that he handled it the right way. Yeah. Uh, joking about it, but, uh, Hey, it comes with it. But if you want to be the star in New York, you're going to have to deal with it. And uh, so far, he he has in a professional uh, professional way. It's crazy. As silly as it sounds, his stock has gone up because of this, yeah. you know, for so many different ways. And, and you hit on it. He's handled it perfectly. I mean, like yeah. I'm looking at the quotes right now, the quotes from today. Um, he says what you just said. It is what it is. You know, excited to be here with the boys, excited to get in Idaho with those guys. You know, he. That's another thing, big leadership stuff, you know, big boy stuff this offseason, getting the tight ends, getting the receivers together. Um, Berrios, him and Berrios are really tight. Berrios, you see his haircut, by the way? Yeah, looking flashy, man. Yeah, he's like the real Braxton Berrios is standing up right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I saw it. It's good for him. It's, you know, new contract, new haircut, new yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, looking to repeat what he did last year and, and then some. I think going in the year, he's obviously known as a great special teams return guy. But, you know, going in this year, you know, they're expecting a lot out of him, you know, on the offensive side. Um, and I think, they, you know, they knew he had the talent. But obviously for what he did the second half of the year last year, given the opportunity – um, you know, it was a pleasant surprise. And I think maybe everybody's surprised except him uh, and, and, and the people in that receiver room. But, uh, you know, we expect big things from him this year. Yeah. Al Ianazone from Newsday asked, did you guys do any s'mores? Talking about Wilson and Berrios and everyone hanging out in Idaho. Uh, Wilson said we did. Garrett yeah. Wilson's the one who cracked them out. Not good yeah. for me. I don't know why it's not good for him, but. No, yeah. it's good. It's um, that's what. It takes, you know, a veteran quarterback usually does that, not someone as young as mm-hmm. Zach, but to get the guys or what, you know, not, you know, uh, at the complex, not here, but just go away, spend time, get to know each other. So, you know, some, some of those guys are new to each other. Um, so you carry off that friendship and that brotherhood from off the field, on the field, and in the locker room. That's uh, – you know, you start counting on those people, you know, you did, like you said, you get to know each other on a different level and, uh, you know, it's smart to do that. Do you remember when the draft was happening and people were getting on Wilson's case? Like, look at this kid. He, he's uncomfortable. He's not going to fit in with the locker room uh, from BYU. He's just out of place. I say that's why his stock has gone up because yeah. of what he's done leadership wise. And, you know, forget all the drama, the girl stuff, whatever, whatever it may be. We don't know what's true, what's not. You know, and yes, his former teammate, Dax Milne in Washington, he's dating his high school sweetheart, former girlfriend. He has not overreacted. He has not done anything to damage his reputation. He has played it cool, played it the right way. And that's why I say his stock has gone up. Yeah. And I say there's no such thing as bad press. I mean, unless you're beating your wife or something. Yeah, you're John Rocker from the 90s. Everything you do, you're newsworthy. Yeah. And um, it's just how you react to it and how you, uh, 
You know, you don't let it snowball and get out of hand and be too negative. And he handled it the right way. And like I said, it put him in the news and made people, you know, alert to, to oh, Dax Wilson. You know what I mean? It's just, you know, what, what, why, how's he going to react to it? Oh, he's away. You know, he's with all the teammates, you know, yeah. doing special things off the field. The perfect and place. brought attention to where he was. And exactly. What he was doing at that time, which was something awesome for the, uh, for the team. Yep, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, Wilson on the field today really good from what I saw he made the correct reads he did get picked in the red zone by DJ Reed I did not see it I had already left had a meeting to get to so I can't really comment on it but listen it's it is what it is he had a good day Flacco looked really impressive to me Mike White as well all three quarterbacks were great uh elsewhere offensively Makai Becton is the right tackle folks you know we're not supposed to talk about starters and and where guys are this is the one, one exception because the Jets made it clear today and Robert Sala made it clear today they want this out of the way. Fant is a left tackle. Becton is the right tackle. Becton's cool with it. And Becton's also looking pretty good, looking in shape. Yeah. Um, I just thought about, as you said that, obviously Fant is, is, is very good. He mm-hmm. came on play very good and uh, replace of him. I'm trying to figure out, is part of the switch to on which knee – has been injured as far as pushing off and uh, left to right side. I'm not sure if that's a factor that's, that just kind of popped in my head. That's interesting. But, uh, that that might help the situation. Just something that popped in my head. But, I'm trying uh, to remember back to the injury. I can't remember if it was – I remember Van Roten rolling into it. Right. Uh, and on the left side, it would make sense that it would be his right knee. And right. if that's the case in pass pro, you're going to be pushing off your left leg more. Yeah. So, so. – I don't know. That's an interesting thing we'll look into. The the other positive, too, is he'll still be playing next to AVT because AVT is moving to left to right as well. Okay. So, so they'll have that, you know, comfortability right there. The fact that they could interchange in who's playing left and right and, and vice versa. If someone, you know, needs time or, you know, misses a game or something like that, just that versatility only adds to the strength of the uh, offensive line. Yeah, I think it's good. Uh, Salah also made it clear that Listen, Becton's left tackle days aren't over. Right. Um, and that's great. I mean, I think that's the way it should be. But absolute versatility. AVT could play pretty much everywhere except for left tackle. I don't know if he could pull off center. I'm sure he could, but you just don't want to do it. Uh, Becton, left tackle, right tackle. McDermott's a nice, versatile guy. Backup, Fant, same thing, left tackle, right tackle. So the O-line looks good. Uh, defensively, you know, the big question for me, and you're not going to get many, many answers in August, especially with no shoulder pads, not live, is the beef in the middle with Foley gone. And I think it was the right move letting Foley gone. Let, let Foley go to Jacksonville because he's a 3-4 nose tackle. They don't have that beef inside. How are they going to handle that? Are they going to let Q and Rankins be that one tech, you know, in the 4-3? Either way, they're relying on speed and attacking gaps, which is this 4-3 scheme. They're going all in. And that's a question we're going to have to monitor. Yeah, listen, all they have to do is keep the linemen off the second level and leave those, you know, line of, you know linebackers coming downhill uh, to support the run. Um, yeah. I mean, that's all they have to do. They don't have to – I mean, not everybody's Aaron Donald that can cause havoc in the run game, in the pass game. You know, you look at some of the best – um, defense alignment, you know, look, look who Ray Lewis had in oh, front of him. Siragusa, Siragusa, Sam Adams, guys like that, you know, and, and so sorry to hear about yep. 
Sergus passing away. That's a, a my love goes out to their uh, thoughts go out to his family. You know, I, I I don't know him really well, but I did you know spend some time with him at different uh, uh, functions. But um, yeah, you know, I'm not saying that May Ray Lewis, but you know, when he was having his best years and he you know became that household name, he had those guys in front of him, and yeah. that's a big advantage to you know guys uh, like uh, C.J. Mosley. Yeah, absolutely. They were they were just tremendous. Um, and at linebacker, to your point, they have the guys, Mosley, Quincy, who you're a big fan of, Quincy Williams, popping guys all over the place. Uh, the question is at Will, who's it going to be? Hamsa, is it going to be, uh, will they let Sherwood play Will instead of just being the strict backup Mike? Could one of those safeties do it? Javin White, Marcel Harris. I right. think Marcel Harris is a guy to keep an eye on. Right. Um, and then in the secondary, what's really noticeable is DJ Reed is a tremendous addition, tremendous veteran addition who will do what is asked of him. Jordan Whitehead as well. You know, those two guys, just like the tight ends, you know, they're not the big names, but they provide so much more than what you glance at at paper. Yeah, I think um, you look at them and if they look good in in shorts and, uh, you know, the t-shirt Olympics, they call it, Yeah, you know, shorts and, uh, you know, t-shirts on. Imagine what they're going to look like with padded on. I mean, those guys are, you know, good players and good athletes, but they're hitters. They're mm-hmm. physical guys. So the fact that they're impressing you now, uh, those guys are dogs, man. I, I'm telling you, these guys can hit, they can cover, they can tackle. Uh, I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, certainly to uh, some big plays from those guys. And it's going to help the young kids sauce you know, every time you look at him, he looks the part, you know, they were doing a lot of outer third, deep third bail technique stuff, which makes sense. Every team does it, but uh, you know, it fits this scheme perfectly. The cover three quarters and sauce is just built for it. You know, think Richard Sherman back in the Legion of boom, just tall, lanky rangy could play that free safety type ball hawk corner could come up, make the tackle. He didn't really stand out today sauce, but you know, he's, he's going to play right away. He's going to be a stud right away. In my opinion. You might be standing out, but you, you know he's there. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know he's there. Exactly. So uh, sometimes in games, it's you know they're there. Maybe there's not doing anything that you, that you see. Corner too. Other quarterbacks I mean, know they're there. Maybe yeah. that's why you're not seeing because they're not throwing at them. Exactly. Uh, and corner too. I mean, I mean, unless you're not, if you're not focusing on that one matchup or that one spot. And you yeah. don't notice them. That's a hell of a thing. That's a great yeah. thing for a corner. Cornerback. That's a that's a thing. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. if they're throwing at you a lot, that means you you're a weak spot. You know, you're yeah. not going to be throwing at him. You know, they'll they'll test him early because he's a young guy. Yeah. Um, but once he gets that reputation, you know, they might start shying away from him a little bit. Yep. And the last thing we'll touch on the both kickers had a good day. I forget if they were all they were both kickers. perfect. We had a great show, and you want to talk about kickers. Uh, yeah. You know, you got to get the special teams in there. Right, we'll give 30 what, seconds to it and then we'll. Uh, we'll what, what would you, oh, and Mike Westoff showed up today too. I don't know what he was doing there, but right. I think let's blame Westoff. That's what that's okay. what made me go to kicking. But Zerline and Pinero were perfect, I believe. If they maybe one of them missed one or they were perfect, I don't know. Both guys were good. Um, we won't talk about Hennessy's long snapping <laughs> and, uh, and the edge players. They have a ton of edge players. It was good to see Carl Lawson back on the field. He looks like he's playing with a purpose and hopefully he can return to form. Yeah. All right. Well, so great first day, great first week. You know, the rookies were there. So, uh, yeah, we're going to do this more often. 
quicker shows now that you know the training camp has come there'll be a lot of newsworthy stuff every couple of days so hope everybody enjoys it um you know if they have any questions about things you want to talk about let us know and we'll hit on that the next show absolutely and then sometime in late august before the season right around the time when fantasy drafts are rolling hot we'll uh, we'll do the next live show the next uh, meet and greet with Corbett live show on YouTube. All right. Sounds good. All right, folks, jetsxfactor.com, sign up, use discount code 80, get a ton of content, analytics from Nania, um, on the scene stuff from me, film breakdowns from Blewett, the underdog jets podcast, cool your jets. Use that discount code. It's a great thing. It's rolling in and uh, Blewett, I think Blewett has 11 or 12 breakdowns coming from now until the start of the season. So it'll be worth your while. Wayne, uh, take us home. Uh, yeah. Like I said, thanks for joining us. And uh, like I said, hopefully in a couple of days, we'll have some more great stuff to talk about, some great content, and then grab, uh, grab everybody's ear and give us our thoughts. And hopefully everybody liked the show. Absolutely. And yeah, Wayne, there will be a rookie maybe breaking records this year. We shall see. If he does, I'll congratulate him, shake his hand. But, uh, you know, that that will mean that we scored a lot of touchdowns. Yep. So, uh, so looking forward to it. Wilson to Wilson connection. Yes. All right. Catch you guys later. Oh.